0: Hi there, my name is Pamela and I breed British Shorthair cats in Perth, Western Australia. I've been breeding and exhibiting my cats since 2004 and I'm even a cat show judge. I'm passionate about the cat fancy and I want to share my knowledge and experiences with you so that you can enjoy your hobby as much as I do. That's what the Cat Breeding for Beginners podcast is all about in this series i'm taking a moment to answer some of the most regular cat breeding questions i get asked every day hopefully the answers will help you too i'm also covering some topics that are important to new cat breeders so that you can start out on the right foot some of the episodes are scripted and some of them are off the cuff the audio is both good and bad but the main thing is the information and i'm sharing it in whatever way i can with you in mind Well, you know that I love to answer your questions here, and every time I get asked something particularly interesting, I do tend to come in and talk about it. Today, I wanted to talk about something that somebody did ask me recently, and that was about, basically, it was an oops-mating. Now, an oops-mating, I was recently at the Perth Royal Show. I'm not sure if you saw that on Instagram. Um, It's a big show here in WA. It's an agricultural show. And I love going to the Perth Royal show because, first of all, there's three days worth of actual championship cat show. And then after that, we have what we call pet promotion days as well. So I love the pet promotion days. We can just get out there and we can talk about our breeds, talk about our cats, get in touch with people, all of those kinds of things. And on one of those days when I was there, well, every day that I'm there, <laughs> I don't know how it happened but I have the job of walking around and making announcements and trying to encourage people to interact with us and and give them information that they might need. So basically I walk around with a microphone and talk into the microphone and it's kind of embarrassing and I get a bit over it but my friends <laughs> keep telling me I'm doing a good job keep going so I do and one of the things I do is I look around the room and see well what cats are here today that I can tell people about so that I can get them interested get them to come in and have a look that kind of thing we normally have a massive queue of people and by getting them to come in and have a look at particular cats, it does help to get people in and through the hall, basically. And I was looking around on the one of the days on the on the pet promotion day, the cat promotion day, and I saw that my friend's cat was there. And my friend's cat um was in with all the ragdolls, but it's not a ragdoll. So one of the things that I was saying into the microphone for most of the day was, you know, hi everybody, welcome to the 2022 Perth Royal Show. It's It's cat promotion day here in the Davis Pavilion. And um, come over here and I'd like you to meet this special cat. And her name is Oopsie Daisy. And what's interesting about Oopsie Daisy, and the secret is in the name, is that Oopsie Daisy is from an oops mating. And oops is (laughs) Daisy, as we call her. But she actually is an oops mating. And my friend Lucy bred her. And Lucy's no longer with us, bless her. But Lucy had Abyssinians and Russians. And you can imagine Abyssinians are quite a precocious breed. They are, yeah, pretty active, (laughs) pretty naughty. The The Russians are a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more quiet, a little bit more elegant. The Abyssinians are crazy. And she came home one day and she found one of her Abyssinian girls had somehow managed to make her way into her Russian boy's pen. The resulting litter from those was an oops mating, what we call an oops mating. It's an accidental mating, basically. It's an unplanned mating. It's often a mating that is one that you would never do. You would literally never put a Russian and an Abbey together. There's no reason to do that. So that is why Upside Daisy is called Upside Daisy because she was born with the litter, and my friend Kirsty absolutely adored her, and she adopted her, and she's shown Upside Daisy as a pet cat in the companion section, and that's why she was there at the Royal Show. So I told everybody about Upside Daisy and how she was an accidental mating between the Ra- the Russian and the um. The Russian and the Abyssinian, but she lives in a home full of rag dolls, and it was a nice story to tell people. And everybody came over and had a look at, had a look at Daisy, and Kirsty got her out, and people gave her a bit of a pat, and that was really cute. But she is from an Oops mating. Now, Oops matings are something that a lot of breeders will keep secret. They, it's kind of like their dirty little secrets. Sometimes they don't want you to know it's happened, um, and they're ashamed of it, and they don't want you to know. And then you've got things like Daisy, where the person who bred her, Lucy, was she was a well-established long-term breeder, um, very well respected Russian breeder, very well known. And at that point, who cares? Who cares what other people think? And I think that's what I you know, part of the reason we loved her was her attitude was a bit like that. And I'm a bit like that myself. If I do something wrong, I I don't and I'm not keeping it secret, especially if it's something that other people can learn from. So The question that I got asked, though, was about a different form of oops mating. So that's one version of the oops mating where you accidentally let two breeds go together that shouldn't go together. One of the other versions of an oops mating is that, um, and this is another version, not the one that we're talking about. Um, Another version of an oops mating is where you might have two cats that are related that accidentally get together. And I can think of that example, um, somebody that had a, a litter from one of my boys um, had two um, two kittens that were together, brother and sister, and she ended up having an oops mating from the brother and sister, which she was a bit upset about at the time. But I told her, well, if you remember when you actually had the mating from my boy, I did say to you that it would be a good idea to think about doing a brother-sister mating because it was a um, particular colour gene that was there that, um they wouldn't be able to use and um, they wouldn't be able to access really for a while unless they actually doubled up somewhere. and it, it was actually no problem because the cats, the the mother and the father were so unrelated. One was Australian, one was um, my boy from the Czech Republic, so not related at all. So a brother sister mating in that situation gives me no no concern. I think I actually might have even told her to think about doing it, and then it happened by accident. And then I reminded her, it's okay. I told you to do, it would be okay to do it. So in that situation, that was an oops mating as well. Um, another version of an oops mating is where, um, so that's, you, you can have two different breeds together. You can have a cat get out. Uh, again, we're talking Abyssinians. They're a little bit hard to keep in there. They're like escape artists. Uh, my friend Jan, who's also no longer with us, years ago, um, she had a girl that used to get out of her pen uh, and they couldn't work out how, uh, and I think they finally did, but by the time she they'd worked it out, the damage was done. So she had an OOPS mating, which was Abyssinian to a domestic. Don't know who the dad was, local tomcat basically. Um, so that was another version of an OOPS mating. But the version that I want to talk to you about today is the question that I was asked. This particular OOPS mating was um, a young female who was mated by the mated by a male um, when she was very young. So she's not past what we would normally go past in terms of dates, in terms of matings. My personal thing is I will, unless I really, really can't avoid it because the cat's been calling, 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 um, I like to wait till my kittens are 10 months old. I did one last week that was nine months and it was like a couple of days off 10 months old. So the cat had been calling for a while and I decided that I was going to do the mating and I did. And the cat was in great condition and everything was good. So I've done an early one where I've needed to, I think the earliest I've done is nine and a half months. This was earlier still, this was about six months, I think, uh, and quite young. Now I don't know the breed actually, I don't think I asked. I don't know the breed. So that might change how things are in terms of, you know, some cats do mature a lot earlier, some don't. But basically, the boy got her. She was calling and the boy got her and the the owner now thinks that she's pregnant. And she asked me what she should do because her concerns were that her cat is too young. Should she have a C-section? Should she abort the kittens? What should she do? And I thought about it, and my advice to her was, you know, if these cats were out in nature, if these cats were just running around with all those domestic cats like the Naughty Abbeys were, uh, they will do what they're going to do when their bodies are ready for them to do it. So they call because their bodies want them to be pregnant. And we impose this artificial age limit on them and say, we're not going to, uh, my age limit is 10 months. I'm not going to mate you before you're 10 months old and that's us imposing that as breeders. That's not their body not being able to do it. That's not their body not being capable of delivering a litter of kittens. It's not ideal because you want them to be in the best condition possible when they do have kittens. You want them to have grown themselves and have as much calcium in their bones as possible and to have you know, finish growing as much as possible themselves and be a mature cat. Yes, that's exactly what we're aiming for. But if it happens sooner than that, and this was a, absolutely an oops, accidental thing. It was unexpected. It, it wasn't something anyone was planning. So it was an accident. It was, you know, no judgment. I, I would be upset if anybody was was going to pass any judgment on this because it could happen to every single one of us at any time. Um. So it wasn't planned at all, but it's happened. And the best thing to do is to just go with it. There doesn't need to be any, um, you know, I would definitely let your vet know I've got this really young female and she's due on this date. We may need to have a C-section because if she is small, if she isn't able to give birth properly, then that's when your vet's going to be needed to give you um, help to, to have the kittens born. Um, have them on standby, but I wouldn't intervene any, intervene any more than that. I would be really careful about what she's eating. I would make sure she gets extremely good nutrition at this point. Um, I, I could imagine that I would have her on um, mother and baby cat um, from Royal Canon. I'd have her on the kibble and I'd have her on the um, the moose as well if she was mine. That's what I'd have her on. And I'd have her making sure that she was really well fed, really well taken care of because she's about to, um, she's about to do something that isn't ideal. But is perfectly normal for a cat. Now, of course, domestic cats, their objective, their body is, well, not their objective, I'm sure this is not what they think, but their body and their the way they've evolved is that they are designed to um, get out get pregnant early give birth to a lot of kittens because a lot of them won't make it through to adulthood in order to reproduce themselves and pass on their dna and that cat's thing is that it needs to get pregnant as soon as possible because it needs to pass on that dna before something happens to it basically so they're not going into this um giving birth because, you know, they're not a cat that's necessarily going to be having a long breeding career because being a domestic cat out in the wild, it might not last that long is what I'm saying. So that's a bit of a balance there that we have to do our best to give our cats the best um, we can so that they can stay in condition because they're not really meant to be having them. That Well, their body wants to have them that early, but their body doesn't really care what happens to them after that. It's just got to pass on its DNA. That's what their whole thing is focused on. That's what cats, rats um Mice, um, rabbits—those kind of breeds are all about. They're about giving birth and passing on their DNA to the next generation, and then crossing their fingers that it gets, that it gets passed on and passed on. What happens to them is maybe uh, less of a drive for their body than what happens to their kittens. So, in this instance, it's an oops mating. It's an oops mating, and I know that around um, the world there are also restrictions uh, from associations. Now, in Australia, this is not really a thing. And, and I'm happy it's not really a thing. I don't, I don't actually like this idea, but I can see why associations have done it. In different um, countries around the world, there's um, rules about when uh, your cats can give birth. And I know that in Europe, um, if your cat gives birth before a certain age... Uh, you ha- can have um, conditions when you register the kittens. Maybe if um, that happens, you might be fined by your association, or there might be a problem with registering the kittens, or you may have breached their rules, and you might find yourself in trouble, and maybe you might end- your membership might be at risk. So there's different rules around the world about that. But even then, there always has—I'm sure there must always be an exception for an "oops" mating, because cats are cats, and they're going to do what they're going to do, especially the naughty Abyssinian ones. Um, (laughs) there's other breeds that are equally as naughty I couldn't imagine really one of my fat British short haired girls going to all that trouble to try and work her way into the pen of the boy next door, I just can't I can just imagine, my girls tend to just sit there and make a lot of noise (laughs) not really making an effort to go out there and find a boyfriend Um, they're not dashing for the door for example, but some breeds absolutely are So in this example, I really don't think that no one should be beating themselves up over this. No one should be upset if this happens to you. Please do your best to make sure it doesn't happen to you for the sake of your cats and their health. But if it does, it is not the end of the world. That cat is still going to know what to do. That cat is still going to be fine at the end of it. Um, You just have to go with it because it's happened. And I guess that's that example of you can't cry over spilt milk. You can't cry over a mated cat. Once it's happened, it's happened. Um, If the cat is calling, if the cat is able to produce an egg that's going to get fertilized, then that cat's body is saying, yep, I'm good to go. I can give birth to kittens. Um, I hope that it's all going to go well. I've asked the person to let me know how it goes. But if you find yourself in the situation where you have an oops mating, and it might be the oops mating, they might be too young, they might be too related, they might be random cats because your cat got out it might be two different um, breeds that weren't supposed to go together for whatever reason oops matings are going to happen as long as there are people breeding cats, there will be people having oops matings personally i've never had an oops mating i don't think i've had one so maybe i'm due for one maybe that'll be what i tell you next time i hope it's not <laughs> i hope it's not um but if it is something that happens to you Don't beat yourself up and don't let other people judge you for it because there are people out there that will be like, oh my God, she's let that cat do this with that. And now she's doing this with it and that with it. You know what? What you do with your cats is your business. Um, It's your business. What you share with people is your business too. If you don't feel confident letting people know that these things have happened, don't let them know. If you're like me and don't really care, i literally don't care what other people think anymore, then you can share that information and that's fine too. But don't let people judge you for it because it's happened to uh, probably the people that are judging you for it. If you delve back into their background, they've got secrets. They've probably had it happen to them or someone they know as well because we all do. And... Um, yeah, that was just the topic for today. Oops, matings and oops-a-daisy, the beautiful Abby Russian cross. She's a gorgeous cat. She's a beautiful reminder of um, our friend. And um, yeah, just seeing her makes me, you know, think back to those times when she... You know the Abbey kittens, the Abbey cats, and how crazy they were compared to the Russian cats. It's two breeds. You wouldn't think that you would have those two breeds as a breeder because they're very different. And I think maybe that's what she loved about them. But Oopsie Daisy is a very special cat. She's very loved. She's kind of plump, but very loved. Very loved by her owners and her owners' family and all the ragdolls she lives with. So if you have an Oops mating, if you have an accidental mating, if you if a mistake happens you know do the best you can for for you know make the most of what make the most of a bad situation but don't beat yourself up and don't let other people judge you for it because it can happen to anyone Okay, well, that's my podcast for today. I would really love for you to go to my website at www.catbreedingforbeginners.com. Sign up for my email list. I've been sending out some updates of when things have been going out, and I have some plans coming up. I have a big trip coming up to go to Belgium. I'm going from Australia, I'm going to London, and then I'm going to Belgium with a bunch of friends we're going to a big cat show there. We're not taking cats. We're just going to go and have a look. So I'm very excited about that. And hopefully I will have some content to share with you about my trip um, that I'm sure you will love because one of the things I love about being a cat breeder is also being an exhibitor at shows. I love cat shows. So I'm excited to share that with you as well. So join up on my website to my email list, um, follow my Instagram, Facebook. I'll probably put stuff up there to do with my trip. And I'm always sharing a little bits of information that I hope will help you okay bye for now thanks for listening to the cat breeding for beginners podcast make sure you visit my website at catbreedingforbeginners.com for lots more information you can sign up to my email list and stay tuned as my cat breeding 101 online course is coming soon